0: did have a guest lined up today right um so the, one of the worst things ever summer cold you have this limited time in buffalo mm-hmm. yeah to enjoy the weather and sometimes you get a cold summer colds yeah boo boo
1: boo okay. so, so i
0: we will we'll reschedule them soon we,
1: we could we could like become like um we could become like a scat collective like, like not not in a weird not that kind of scat like a scat man I mean, but Karelli. also that
2: kind of scat we
1: there's got to be listen there's got to be some group that does that like they do like scat like jazz improvising but also right you know
2: yeah the gg allen scat team yeah <laughs> and then they're just you right know, <laughs>
1: pooping the whole time well welcome to the square um yeah this is what we call in the biz <clears throat> Slow Newsweek, Jim.
2: Yeah, it's it's it, the dog days of summer are here for even the news. Damn, dude. I, I, bad news for the Buffalo News. I mean, it's already struggling and getting ready to close it as it is. Can you imagine if there's also nothing to report on?
1: What what do they do? What do they do in like weeks like this? You got to put something out there, right?
2: I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's another car wash opening in Clarence that they can talk about. <laughs> Oh,
1: fuck. Well, yeah, we're we're not going to talk about car wash and Clarence. Maybe we are. I don't know. That, no, not really. I, I changed my mind. We're not going to talk about car wash and Clarence. We're just going to talk. Yeah. We're just going to fucking talk about maybe the news. Maybe, first, I got to shout out our boy Gavin Drinks. Hey, Burner. Yeah. Our special guest who filled in last week. Um, our Lancaster correspondent, Gavin. Mm-hmm. I love
2: I love I love talking to Gavin. I love listening to Gavin. Man about town. That he's, town being Lancaster.
1: Yeah. I, I and I thought the discussion about villages. I mean, he you know, he's a true impartial. He, he putting Lancaster not even third in yeah. his village list. Definitely putting Kenmore. I, I would
2: I yeah. would put Yeah, you weren't here. Let's revisit this conversation because you weren't here last week. I would so. put
1: Kenmore like third in my village list. Yeah, because you, you have Sloan and Depew one and two, right? Well, those are untouchable. I, I fucking love Sloan. I, I, I'm actually, you know, I, I am still not sure. This is my, I was going to say toxic trip, but it's not really toxic, but it's just something about me. I, I don't know the boundaries of like like Sloan. I couldn't tell you where
2: Sloan ends and was it Cheektowaga or is it Amherst? No, Cheektowaga Buffalo is Sloan is in between the two of them or it actually overlaps with those two. It's right along like Broadway. I, I
1: couldn't, I could not tell
2: you where the, I, I, I vaguely know where the Hamlet of Ebenezer is. We could talk about our
1: favorite Hamlets. Mm. Hamlet of Ebenezer, number one with a bullet. There's no other Hamlet that's touching it.
2: What about Town Line? Ooh. Yeah, last of the Rebels. Ooh, that, okay, that does give it a little bit of run. Right. I mean, remember the Hamlet of Town Line, uh, certainly where they, they're the ones who, uh, um, seceded from the Union during the Civil War, and then forgot to rejoin the the Union until like the 1950s.
1: <laughs> they can they can join the Marilla Protectorate when um you know when they secede they can they can rejoin uh, Marilla. I know they're not even close to each other, but
2: no, I mean they're yeah they're I mean you know, town line is between Lancaster and Alden and Alden and Lancaster border Marilla, so we could we could ride downtown line right to Marilla. That's true. You could. It's a you gotta, it's a pretty easy way to move your troops your all tr- all your troops from the Hamlet of Town line into uh, the Commonwealth of Marilla
1: Colonel Skip Ging- Skip Gingrich yeah move his troops down I also want to shout out uh, our boy Francesco mm. yes friend of the great friend of the pod mm. uh, Fran and his band Silo played yesterday evening at Milky's. Um, I I got there late. I didn't see Silo play. Jim, you saw him play?
2: Yeah, I mean, I got there a little late, but I saw most of their show. They were they were great. Um, you know, they were they normally a four piece, but their guitarist uh, injured his back, so it was just drums, keys, and bass. But it was still great. Um, they're like an ambient type of music.
1: It's pretty cool. Silo C Y L O. If yeah. you're looking them up.
2: Yeah. If you're looking for a Christmas gift for Fran, um, I put it on the Discord. But like maybe some pine tar or some like chalk because he did throw like four sticks while playing the drums yesterday. So did they make drummers gloves? Well I mean I was able to just like like just be like hey like go to shake his hand but like actually have a glove on my hand covered in gorilla glue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah I could see that. But I, I, I'm sad I missed Silo. I did however catch the, the band after them. Um so they performed as part of Buffalo Infringement Fest uh yesterday and the the head I don't want to say headliner, but the, the closing act of the night was a glitch video game band.
2: Yeah, that from Rochester. From
1: Rochester, yeah. So their whole shtick is they play video game music. Okay. And there's a you know, a television screen out front and center that will play the video game associated with the music that they're playing. And so they played like a whole like Legend of Zelda suite of songs. Yeah. Um you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um Earthworm Jim, Donkey Kong. Right. It's, it's mostly
2: like the old 8 bit, 16 bit games, but they did play like some N64 because they did Goldeneye mm-hmm. and Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, if you, you know, lots of Super Mario Brothers, various Super Mario, like three and, and the Mar- Mario World or whatever. So, all over the place. If you're, if that's something you're interested in, it was fun. It was a lot of, you know, it was more fun.
1: I know it sounds nerdy as all get out, but, and it is, but mm-hmm. actually, like the, the quality of the musicianship was very, very high. So it was really enjoyable. Yeah.
2: That's I, you know, infringement. I used to, you know, now that when I, now I'm old, so I don't do this anymore, but like I used to like go like maybe during the like week and a half of infringement hit up like 15 to 20 infringement things. Now, if like generally, if there was an infringement show in my living room, I might not leave my bedroom and go there. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, infringement is, I, I think it's neat. Cause like you get to see different things that don't normally get to perform live.
1: I'm 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 still not 100 percent clear on like I get the idea vaguely of infringement, but is it just like maybe we should maybe we
2: should talk to the infringement people? Someday. Well, I mean, I think like so like that would be a good idea for opening me. for uh, Silo and uh, the the video game band last night was uh, a Neil Diamond kind of tribute act, but also maybe more like a Neil Diamond impersonator who uh, just did Neil Diamond and at least one. Louis Armstrong song, like acapella on stage. And it's like, that is something that you see at infringement festival. Like that person might never actually try to like perform as that act again. It's just like a one-off, like I'm doing this Neil Diamond thing for infringement. And then you're never to be seen again. Like the Haley's comment of <laughs> Neil Diamond impersonators. When you put it like that, that's pretty cool. That's
1: pretty cool. What else? we've got, uh, this was Eden Cornfest fest weekend. Yeah. We did. I did. Did you make it out to Eden, guys? Any of you? I did not make it to the porn fest. The no. porn.
2: That's right. The, that was another thing you guys were talking about. The right. porn fest. Yeah, but we, you know who did make it out to the Porn fest, as per their social media. Who's that? Uh, Chairman Mark. Chairman Mark. Yolo Polo himself. Mm-hmm. Chairman
1: Mark. Of course, he made it to the Porn fest. Wonder. I wonder if he like. He'd be a hit at a dunk tank, you know. I, I bet I bet he would he would crush it at a dunk tank. Not only because he's got so many haters mm-hmm. on the internet, but I
2: feel like he is I feel like he's probably a great A shit talker. Yeah, and, and, and he looks amazing in a thong. Yes. Yeah, just just top notch. Like the Michael Phelps of county executives. He you think he's got the long torso? I, I surprisingly long torso <laughs> for for a Polish guy from Lackawanna. <laughs> As, as he does,
1: uh, you know, our boy Marky Mark did take to Twitter. Uh, he is now he's now a meme lord, Jim.
2: I mean, this is what happens when you don't have like a real race, a real candidate against you. You just get bored and you start tweeting out Family Guy memes.
1: Yeah, it was a Family Guy meme that was like, don't look at the comments under Mark Polenkar's tweets. And then, of course, you see like the world's biggest shitheads just immediately take the bait and like yeah. comment. All sorts of things on his. Uh, what do we call them now? Zeets? Oh, My God. I, <laughs> I, dude, I, I feel like. Is Twitter gonna die? People say they're leaving, but I don't think anybody's actually leaving.
2: I left. You left. Yeah, I, I left. I left a while ago.
0: Are you still on Z? i I'm between two spots. I got a blue sky. And uh, I, I refuse to set up... What's the... Threads? Threads? Threads, yeah. The Zuckerberg thing. Well, I hate that motherfucker, too, so I'm not going to go over there. Um, I'm probably going to stick to X because it's still got the news and sports that I'm into. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a lot of people still haven't jumped ship. I'm going down with the ship um, until there's a clear replacement. Yep. But I'm kind of checking out Blue Sky because it seems like the people who left Twitter who who are weird Twitter... Have gone to Blue Sky. Yeah, Mastodon is just a complete shit show. Yeah, that Mastod- no, no, no one serious is going. To right. That. Yeah. Even though you know I believe in like the decentralized thing, it's just not.
2: It's just not feasible, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, as a platform.
2: Yeah, no, Mastodon ended up like like uh, like Google social media just never took off And, and the uh,
0: all the all your corporate chills and like all the uh, the weird corporate trying to be funny Twitter accounts that went to Threads, mm-hmm. and I can't stand that shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I have a blue sky account. Um, I I left Twitter literally the same day that uh, Musk announced that using the term cisgender would be a hate term on oh. Twitter. And I was like, you know what? All right, I'm, I'm done yeah. here. Like that's like th- like this has jumped so many sharks. I like, I can't handle I it anymore. It. Sure. Um, and so that's when I, I but and then so actually I I. I Closed my Twitter, and the very next day I got a notification from Twitter that somebody accessed my account from like Alabama. Mm. So I had to go back in and rechange my password because, mm-hmm. unless you paid for the blue check mark, they mm-hmm. got rid of two factor authentication for Twitter. So yeah, and, and I mean I still get emails from Twitter, but it always says X formerly known as Twitter. So your rebranding is going great when you have to keep reminding people who you were. No, no,
1: we were, we were Twitter. We right. are now X. Yeah, X. It's so funny. I. I sometimes I'll think to myself how fucking funny that is. It, it It's so stupid. It might be genius, but like not intentional genius. Uh, it's hell- you just see a giant X on your phone and then underneath it's X. And it's like, what what could this be? And I know what it is because it's so fucking stupid that it was Twitter. But
2: I, I just can't wait for like five years for Shia LaBeouf to gain a bunch of weight to play Elon Musk in the movie about the fall of Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah. Damn. Because you know, no, I don't think enough people are talking about like how dumpy Elon Musk looks. He looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah, like it, even like like shithead Trump was in better shape at at like at Elon Musk's age than Elon is. Yeah. I mean, Trump looks like garbage now. He's a dumpy
0: fuck with hair plugs and yeah. I don't know. Never goes out in the sun for some reason.
1: Yeah. It's okay. I mean, you can be dumpy. It's fine. But I mean, yeah. like, I, I, all right. Let me put it this way. I feel like if you have access to literal billions of dollars, I'm not saying. Listen, anybody. I'm not gonna body shame anybody. But I, what I am saying is like, you gotta look presentable. What, what, I, I, he look like he looks like like absolute shit. Like he like just does not
2: look well. Look, I'm not gonna body shame anybody, like where it's punching down or even punching like across. But he is a fucking billionaire, so this is punching up. And also like. He makes fun of how people look all the time. You know? Like, yeah. or like no self-awareness. First of all, it's always punching down for him, because he's like, the, you know... Him and Bezos are always neck and neck for richest person on Earth. And they both look like shit. Be- Bezos... At least Bezos is, like, I guess physically fit-ish. Yeah, he's he's fit.
1: Yeah. Be- Bezos is just kind of chilling. I but mean, Bezos, like, he just
2: looks like the villain from, like, those Mike Snow videos.
1: Yeah, yeah. But see, if I were that... Listen, credit to Bezos, because... If I were him and I was that rich, I I too would lean into looking like a super villain. Like I would I would also be a Lex
2: Luthor looking motherfucker. Just right, yeah. It's like, well, I know you all hate me. Right, yeah. Is he, essentially the monarch from Venture Brothers. Right, right. And and credit to him for, for that that
1: specific thing and not much else. Yeah. But um Yeah, Elon Musk, man. Oh. Musk. It's also, I mean, that it's amazing that he's gotten so far in his life with the last name. Being, uh, you know, you could look in the thesaurus for smell. You get Musk. I, I feel like he's probably made fun of
2: a lot for that as a kid. You think so? Musk, gotta be. Yeah. I, I don't, maybe, or maybe he, everybody he went to school with, their parents worked in the emerald mines, so like they couldn't make fun of him. Mm. You know, thank God for the emerald mine. Thank God for the emerald mine.
1: You know, if you ever were like, oh, we would just want to hear the guys talk about. The, the actual news of the week, non-Buffalo news.
2: Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Yeah.
1: The Barbie movie. <laughs> I love the Barbie movie, dude. I fucking... I thought it was fantastic. Big, I'm a big Greta Gerwig yeah. fan.
0: I feel like it was a pretty good movie. Entertaining the the uh, climax was kind of ham-fisted, I think.
1: You thought the climax yeah, was they, ham-fisted? Well, they
0: just said the magic words and, and uh, made everything better. Like...
1: I don't know. It was too rushed. I mean, this is a movie about toys.
0: Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> yeah, you don't want a two-hour-long movie. It's a two-hour-long movie. You don't want to go and past that. But I don't know. I felt like it could have been a little more creative.
1: You know, I thought that was a genius of it that it was a movie about toys and imagination, and that mm. you know, it existed in the imagination realm. Yeah. And so, of course, the the climax would be something that would be from like a child's imagination. Okay. Just my take. Just my, just this, just one just one cisgender male's take mm-hmm. on the uh, on the Barbie movie.
0: I I feel like they should have brutalized the Kens.
1: You thought they should have brutalized the Kens?
0: Off with the heads.
1: Get rid of the Kens. Yep. Actually, believe it or not, I thought the movie made a pretty subtle point about the Kens, Jim. I know you haven't seen it. No,
2: no, I was busy. I, I actually I made a joke about Venture Brothers. but I watched the Venture Brothers movie. Was it good? It was very good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, lots of good like pop culture references laid throughout it as they always do I mean because I guess it was intended to be like the final season and so they're like I will just make it a movie so but I I recommend watching it I think I think you can rent it for like $14 it's pretty good
1: Venture Brothers fans are like very um, you know vociferous I think that's the word they're just very vocal and they they love Venture Brothers it's good you see Oppenheimer yep I haven't seen it yet Pretty good. Is it pretty good? Mm-hmm. Is it is it like masterpiece or is yeah? It just...
0: I, I, it's getting there.
1: It's getting there. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Talking. I don't,
0: what, I don't know what you want from me, Reed. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm just talking. It was a good movie. I don't. Know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Was it better than Barbie? If, uh, well, for your money, they're two different things.
1: Okay, but like
0: if if you had to spend, I, I wasn't buying an, uh, the whole uh, Barbenheimer thing. I thought that was kind of ridiculous. You thought that was forced. Well, yeah. The only the only thing they shared, I feel, is the they were released on the same day.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of forced. Yeah, but it's kind of funny, mm-hmm.
0: right? Literally. Like going, to, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you buy uh, the mashup shirts online? They were selling on those pop up sites.
1: I I feel like that's going to be like an SNL sketch about like Gen Z ten years from now wearing a Barbenheimer shirt.
2: Yeah, I mean that that is something yeah. like you know I've seen I'm not the first person like I've seen this multiple times on various like discords and all over the internet, but like. The writer strike is really saving us from a lot of like garbage SNL skits right now. Yes.
1: No SNL. No.
2: So I don't
1: know. I know a little bit about the writer strike. I know AI is a big thing. You know we're we're not we're not getting our TV shows and our movies. It's fine now because they had a bunch of stuff already in production, but we're gonna have like a really dog shit run of TV and movies right. in probably like the year from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Maybe, maybe we need to watch less movies and TV. Maybe actually, you know what? Scratch it. We need to watch more. But I feel like there's a lot more old stuff we need to go back and watch.
2: Well, that's so that's what I think is going to happen. Is like they'll they'll fill in that gap since they won't have new content written. They'll just pull out old like scripts and like you know, we'll see. Uh, like, another, like, six Pride and Prejudices. Well,
0: there was an article in the paper today about the resurgence of the show Suits from the USA Network. Suits? Back in, uh, the, you know, the last run of kind of network TV where people consumed in that in that mm-hmm. medium. And uh, it's on Netflix now. There's no new shit because there are no, new, no writers, right? And, uh, yeah, people are getting into Suits again. It ended in 2019. Uh, Meghan Markle in that show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, people are learning to love her again,
1: and how could they not
0: I,
2: I think she's
1: great she's not, a, she's America's princess, right
2: huh? yeah, i mean, I thought it was Nancy Pelosi, but I mean, was... <laughs> <laughs> oh I think I think at some point last night, I made a joke about Nancy Pelosi dressed in a Yoshi suit. you did okay. yeah, wow,
1: yeah. it was pretty <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good at the time. <laughs> we don't talk about national politics ever on here we could Every well yeah we got
0: uh we had uh mitch mcconnell having a stroke on tv we had diane feinstein giving away her uh what's it right to attorney or yeah power of power attorney, of attorney. power yeah. of attorney i mean yeah.
1: yeah even that stuff's kind of boring to me yeah. i i mean all right i i just yeah. felt i felt as bad as i could from mitch mcconnell like yeah. glitch mcconnell mm-hmm. in that moment but you I, know
0: i was hoping he dropped dead
1: uh I can't I can't hope for such things yeah. myself but I I did I did feel I mean look you have a fucking like geriatric just completely blanking out in a public forum like I don't know it was uncomfortable um and you know we've got just people I, I, you know I the, the more I think about like how advanced medicine and you know whatever medical sciences the more I'm like okay we're just going to live longer and we're all going to have dementia like we're all like our brains, our bodies will work, yeah, and our brains are just going to give up on us.
0: That's why you got to start smoking mm-hmm. Diamond Jim's performance cigarettes. Yep, yep. Now with more
1: keratin, right? It'll it'll help your your cognitive function. Right.
2: Well, what it does is it kills the slow brain cells. Yes. Yes. So only like the strong, so like you just you keep like that strong core of brain, and the the other like the slow brain cells when you get rid of them. They don't infect. And like, you know, like the, the old phrase, like one bad apple spoils the bunch. It's same thing with one bad brain cell. And that's that the whole thing's done.
1: You really need a lean, mean brain. Yeah. You need an efficient brain that can operate at peak performance. So you got to kind of trim the fat.
2: Right. Yeah. Because a lot of the people, there's a lot of big misconception about uh, performance cigarettes that like they uh, affect your lungs a lot. Mm-hmm. No, no. Brain. It's all in your brain. It's mm-hmm. all in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. At least that's why I tell the kids at Canisius. Right, right. So you, the breathing it, it it allows for less
1: oxygen to come through to your brain, so that you can kill off the ineffective brain cells.
2: Right. right. Yep. It, it basically makes your brain cells uh, like free divers. <laughs> it's a Darwinian cigarette. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Only the strongest survive. Mm-hmm. John Diamond Jim's performance right, cigarettes.
2: If you'd like to hear more about this theory and my TED talk, come to me at the corner of West Ferry and Delaware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys ever have a TED talk you liked? Was there ever one that you were like, I got a few that I like.
0: I don't know. I got a bunch saved in my bookmarks that I go to every now and then when I need a refresher. Uh, the one I go to a lot of times is this one on uh, removing barriers from your life and how if you just talk about your problems to people, like say, oh, I. You know, I, I'm in a dead-end job, and I, I would like to do this. I would like to be a cowboy. Um, and if, you, if you're if you in a group of people, there's someone who can remove that barrier, even if that barrier is impossible. And it just seems to me like you, know, you see a lot of bullshit on the news, like murder and people talking shit, Donald Trump bullshit. It's amazing how much uh, uh, everyday people just want to help and remove your barriers, if you, if you ask. It's inherent in human nature to help. This I reminds, what I'm trying this to reminds me—
2: Junior year of high school, taking the English Regents exam.
0: Yeah,
2: and there's an essay section, or at least there was at that time. I don't, I'm, I don't keep up to date with what happens on the Regents exams. Uh, but you had like your choice of like there's like a couple of different topics, and one of the topics was breaking down barriers. Yeah. So I wrote for my Regents exam in junior uh, uh, an entire essay about how each summer my friends and I our number one hobby was to go around to different like festivals and parades and break the police barriers. <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. I think See, I got they're... like
2: a, I got like a ninety five on that exam.
0: Why else are they there? Other than to be broken by you. Right, yeah.
2: That's you know, it's the these the saw horses they put out. Yeah. I thought you were gonna talk about like the
1: Berlin Wall, just breaking down that barrier. That's
2: another one. It was already gone by that time, so
1: Yeah.
2: I could I, I was too late to the show.
1: I, I like that though. People want to help each other. Right. You know. Now do you buy into okay, so I know some people now, how do you buy this theory? So, there are people who will say things like, "Okay, I want to lose twenty pounds. I'm going to post about it on the internet to hold myself accountable." Yeah, or or something. Where you tell a bunch of people you're going to do something in order to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you prescribe that theory? Uh, if it works for you, okay. It doesn't w- doesn't work for me because I don't. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like to. You know. Real G's move in silence like lasagna is what I say, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not little way. (laughs) It was it was definitely my line, Mm -hmm. Um, and and I feel like I'm I'm somebody I don't I don't tell a bunch of people what I do. I I, I feel like if you tell if you tell everybody, they just they tune you out. You're like, okay, fucking do it. Does that make sense? Like, like how do you mean? So I I I feel I'm I'm more of like a. Doer rather than sayer. Yeah. So I view that if you have somebody who's talking about the things that they're going to do, I would rather see you actually doing it mm. as opposed to talking about it. So if
0: it. we're talking about like fitness goals, losing weight, it all goes back to this saying that my grandfather used to say: he "Used to say, never we- trust the Russians." <laughs> 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 you know, he would he would have been wrong then and right now. So you know. But no, show me the cake. Don't show me the recipe.
1: Show me the cake.
0: Yeah. Yep. Don't show me the recipe. I want to see the cake.
1: Show me the cake. That, that'd that be your motto.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Square pod motto. Show me the cake.
2: Yeah. All right. uh, it's also the OnlyFans motto.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Show me the cake. That's
2: um, right. Do you guys have a favorite kind of cake? I actually hate cake. I'll eat it. Some cake is good to me, but I the, prefer not cake. Car, carrot is the only cake I like. Yeah, I like I'll, I'll eat other cakes, obviously. Like you know, red velvet's fine, but it, like it. Red velvet's it's, it's, it's chocolate cake. It just looks cooler. Um, but like yeah, carrot is the only kind of cake that I really actually enjoy. But you know, I can't eat much cake anymore nowadays. So yeah. it's really the frosting. Frosting's too much sugar for me. Mm. It make, makes my mouth hurt.
0: I hate it.
1: Related. Related. When you eat a cupcake, do you just eat the the frosting
0: and the and the the top, or do you? Oh no, no, that, because the frosting to me is the worst part. Wow! So I, I, would, I would probably, I'd have to eat the whole thing if I were going to have a cupcake.
2: Oh, see, now like in
0: order to be polite at a party, yeah, yeah.
2: What I like to do with cupcakes is uh, tear the top off where the frosting is, and then flip that and make it like a, a yes. sandwich with the frosting That'd in the be middle. Better.
1: Now nice. that's that's very smart. Mm-hmm. That is super smart. I had a now this is a game changer for me. I had I was at a party yesterday, and somebody brought ice cream. Filled cupcakes, so they're cupcakes, but there's ice cream throughout the oh, whole. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, it was, it was transcendently good. I couldn't believe how good it was. See, ice cream, I'm I'm like an addict. Of yeah, ice cream. I, I guess yeah, ice cream cake is also
2: another kind of cake I like, but okay. I don't consider that a real cake. Right, oh, ice cream cake would be my favorite cake then. Yeah, that's that's like saying like a hot dog is a taco. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess right. so. technically it's it's surrounded <laughs> on the bottom on the two sides by you know like your wrapper, but.
1: No, could you have an ice cream cake? I, I I have a lot of associations. I haven't had an ice cream cake since I was a kid. I feel like, or 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 at children's parties, but it never seemed like the ice cream cake, the humble ice cream cake, could not stand alone as a cake. You could not serve just ice cream cake. What what I remember is I've that done pe- it. you've you've done it. Oh, yeah.
2: that's actually it's a pretty big tradition in my family. Like yeah. a lot, like even to this day, like a lot of times for like my mom's birthday, we'll just have just an ice cream cake. Wow! Instead of instead of cake and ice cream, we're like, well, why not just have both at one time?
1: See, i've I've been to a lot of parties, you know, as a child or children's parties, where it would be like a cake and an ice cream cake, and I thought that's a little bit too much. Huh. You're You're saying this is a game. So changer. You're saying you got to have the dry and the wet. I think you got to have the dry and the wet. Huh. Mm-hmm. I I think so, but I haven't had just the wet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I just haven't had just the wet. I'm team wet. Yeah. You're team wet. With Let's Go Pills, I wanted to make a beer that
0: was similar to the beers I grew up drinking in in the tailgate. And I wanted a clear American lager that was crisp and and just really sharp. It it takes the classic American lager and we we showcase craft ingredients made by locals, made by fans, uh, to be shared by fans. Bring community to all that you do and good things happen.
1: These uh, these Walter Cronkite mics. <laughs> they are very cool, though. I like oh, yeah. the look of them. They have mm-hmm. that, like, this could be something in Good Night and Good Luck. You could. I, I wish I wish I had like the,
2: the serious newscaster voice. You kind of do. But maybe, maybe for Halloween we can all go as different like storied newscasters, like Edward R. Murrow and yeah, Dan Rather. Yeah, I'll be Barbara Walters. Okay. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> you can be Jimmy the Greek. I'll yeah. be Jimmy uh-huh. the Greek. <laughs> Storied story newscasters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jimmy maybe, the
0: Greek. Maybe I'll grow a mustache and do the Geraldo Rivera thing.
2: Oh yeah. Oh and, and, and like tape up your nose. Oh yeah, I could do
0: that. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah.
2: Al Capone's Vault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Al Capone's Vault.
1: What a weird time. What a weird I, I wasn't even alive for that shit, but I feel like every once in a while, you, you re- real, you'd, you'd make a good John Stossel. John, John, oh, John Stossel. John. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish I had John Stossel's flow. <laughs> I wish I wish my hair could grow like his. Yeah. But I could grow his mustache easily, mm-hmm, yes. but the but the hair.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I could do it, man. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, Jimmy the Greek. Sports gambling, Jim. Yeah. Sports gambling. I. I. You know. I. I, I, I was on a tear for a while with um uh not DraftKings, was the other one. Maybe it was DraftKings, Caesars. C. yeah, I was not a Caesar. You're not a Caesar? I wasn't a Caesar. FanDuel. is no, one. FanDuel. Of these. FanDuel I was, but I really have no it, I, I like I, I feel like the bloom is off the rose mm-hmm. of sports gambling for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll do it. Like I'll do I'll play I play fantasy football, of course I do. You know, mm-hmm. I'll do that.
0: I've never done it and I never will. It'll, never done it. I don't like it. I worked at OTB, yeah, for seven
1: years, and I hate gambling. Do you think it just like turns people into de- degenerates? Is no, that...
0: no. I just I've seen what, what people when they get addicted, what it does to their
1: families, their relationships, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I'm I'm really lucky in that I I don't oh. think I have an addictive personality. No,
0: I'm not saying it's it's I'm I'm against people doing it. I just personally don't want to do it.
1: Oh no, I hear yeah. you. Like I I I'm able to like kind of dabble, yeah, in stuff. That others may get addicted in, mm-hmm. and gambling is one of them. I, I'm able to kind of, I've 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 smoked two cigarettes in my life, <laughs> and I was like that. That's I, pretty you know, good. I, I've also smoked yeah.
2: two cigarettes in my life, plus like twenty thousand more. I, <laughs> at, at least two. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's I was right. able to I was able to give c- cigarettes a, a try when I was blackout drunk a couple times. Yeah. Although I'll tell you the one thing that I did almost get, I, I could have gotten addicted to dipping. Mm. I know it's gross. It is gross. It is gross. I know, but one time I I did dip with a friend of mine. I I dipped once in college. I was blackout drunk, and I like vomited all over myself as one does. But you know, a few years later as an adult, I was actually uh, at a at a house party or something. My buddy's like, "Hey, you gotta, you know, I'm dipping. You want to dip with me?" I said, "Yeah, all right." And so it felt fantastic. I felt wonderful. And then I was going to Cuba. -hmm. The next day, and I was driving by myself, so I was driving to the cabin. And I swear to God, dude, the whole time, all I could think about was, what if I stop at this gas station and get some dip? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. If I do
2: that, I will become addicted. Mm -hmm. I I knew right then and there that I would have a problem. I I don't. You say like like whenever I hear somebody like, I can dabble in things and not get addicted. That makes me go. I guess I should buy some Narcan to carry around. Now, it, it, uh, so I had an assembly at school, I think it was
0: middle school, where one of the Marlboro cowboys, the Marlboro men yeah. came and he was like missing his jaw and shit. Oh shit. And that, that made me never want to do dip in my entire life.
2: Yeah. Did you guys have that in school? Uh, We didn't have the cowboy with no jaw, but actually, I'm a little bit older. We had the exact opposite. We had him come before he lost his jaw. He was like, "Dip is great. You guys should do it all the time." (laughs) And then, like, they handed out they handed out free packs of Redman to everybody. Oh
0: my god! Wow. All
1: right. Wow. Yeah, I like I said, it was it felt fantastic, and I all I could think about the whole way driving a cube was like. I need to stop at a gas station. And I, I I took the way that did not have a gas station immediately along the way. So I was like, well, where can I get off and where can I go? I'm like, no, if I get off, then I go, I, I will be addicted. I know how this thing works. And mm-hmm. so I haven't had the
2: temptation or desire.
0: You got willpower, you got good yeah. willpower. There. I, I think
2: what we should bring back is uh, snuff, like powdered tobacco that you yeah, you okay. snort. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we need to bring that back. Like that, yeah. that just, you don't see see people doing that anymore.
1: You don't okay. see enough people
2: doing that anymore. That, that was, you know, big in like the you know, like the 1700s or the 1800s. Carry okay, around those little pouches. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I I've done snuff exactly once. Oh. Uh, I was visiting my grandparents in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my grandfather played the accordion at this German restaurant just outside Charlotte. So my grandmother took me. I was like 19. And the entire, like, week I was there for Thanksgiving, my grandmother got me fucked up, like, every single night. Like, just, like, just let's absolutely get hammered. Like, my grandparents at the time, uh, they had a a second fridge just for beer. And that freezer in the beer fridge was just full of bottles of Jaeger. Oh. So she takes me to the German restaurant because, you know, while my grandfather's playing the accordion and they're friends with the owner and the chef and that. Um, and she goes, oh, yeah, bring out the snuff machine for my grandson. And I was like, "What? Well, <laughs> this is it. This is how I die in, in a re- German restaurant. Wow. But no, it was like it was a hand crank and it played like Pop Goes the Weasel. And then it shot a uh, starter's pistol blank, which startled you and you snorted the tobacco up. And then you kept cranking and a brush came out and brushed the like tobacco residue right. off your nose. Yeah, they really knew how to have, have fun back then. Didn't right. They? Yeah. That's, I, I leave it to the Germans. We're like, well, how can we make this as complicated yeah. as possible? <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! How can we turn this into a like a machine? Yeah, that's wild. Right. That's well, the you know the clockwork clockworkers need something to do.
1: All of these options are better than vaping, and I and, and I say this as somebody. I I think I could have gotten into vaping, but mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you mean vaping nicotine? Products. Vaping nicotine? Yeah. yeah, right. Vaping nicotine specifically. Yeah. The the
0: vape juices, and the, the juices, the the flavors the flavors the plume contests mm-hmm. the, uh, the what now plume contests plume plume yeah, yeah. the plume con- could you could you blow big plumes? yeah in different designs mm-hmm. well, i mean i've never done it i've just right.
2: seen it yeah it's mm-hmm. it's a big oppenheimer thing
0: yes yeah <laughs> yeah there was a there was a whole 10 minute scene
2: yeah that's, who can make the largest mushroom cloud that's from right. their vape vape plumes <laughs> i i feel like that
1: like that is going to be not even 10 years from now probably like in 5 years like people will have some serious side effects.
0: Yeah.
1: Just chemicals, dude. It well, is they already like,
0: have with the vitamin E thing. Uh, What's the vitamin E thing? Well, the the kids' lungs were getting messed up. Fuck. Yeah, really? too much of that. Yeah, cuz they were getting homebrew concoctions from people. Mm. And that's when the hammer came down on all that shit.
1: I had a I had a, I had a friend who like had a collapsed lung from vaping yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. It's
2: fucked up. Yeah, well, that's because I, I tried vaping a, a while ago, like I was like one of those like the original like a uh, blue electronic cig, uh, cigarettes, um, and like I had to stop because I was like, you know, it might smoke, you know, a roughly half a pack to a pack a day, and with that, I was just like constantly doing it all the time because like, yeah, like yeah, you don't have like the smoke that makes you cough as much, so you're just like I just I guess I'll just mainline nicotine for twenty four hours a day,
1: just ripping ripping vapes all day,
2: yeah, right, because like people do it.
1: In, you know, like in sitting in a shared space. Yeah. So you could just do, you just sit at your, or if you work from home, God forbid, you just are like fucking ripping your right. vape all day. Yeah. Juices. Mm-hmm. Maybe we sound like absolute boomers. Maybe maybe there's like younger people listening to this like, shut up, lame you're going to die anyway. Well, that's for them to figure out. Right. Or, or we're just trying to, Sell Jim and Jim's performance cigarettes, right? And so we're we're, we're, we're poisoning the well on mm-hmm. on the vapes so that you mm-hmm. know the kids buy the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now vegan, now ve yeah, yeah the vegan vapes, yeah. the vegan well the vegan cigarettes, vegan cigarettes, uh, vegan yeah. the the vapes have meat in them.
0: Yeah, yes they do. Yeah, yeah they're made with I don't know some kind of uh,
1: byproduct from beef tallow. Yeah, beef yeah. tallow, yeah. beef tallow flavored vapes.
2: You you go. Go. Uh, yeah, veal tallow. Oh. Wow, wow, that's even less humane. Yeah, that's terrible. Why would mm-hmm. you vape? Right, and, and 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 in order to get the tallow perfectly for the the vapes, just they just throw the meat out. Just like, mm-hmm. every, like just boil it down and throw everything else out. Yeah, not sustainable. Yeah.
1: Speaking of vapes, uh, have you guys had a chance to go to the Dank Seven One Six? No, not yet. No, I popped in there the other day. It's nice. Was it Dank? Oh, it was Dank. All yeah. right, it was actually a little, a little smaller than I thought it was going to be. Like inside, um, it' because you walk in, it's like just a like it's a countertop, and then on the side they have, you know, all of their products that you can like see what they have on display. Their their vapes and their, you know, whatever accoutrements you're looking for. But it's cool. I mean, it was it was quick. It was efficient. You could buy they they sell, uh, like the the weed drinks. The weed infused drinks. Oh, the, or whatever. The, yeah, the THC infused. The drinks. THC infused drinks, and you could actually buy those kind of a la carte. So you can buy it, like you could buy one of. So you don't have to buy like a six pack of them or something. You just buy one of them. This is pretty cool. So I'll I'll probably make my way back there. At some point, I I, wa- I walked I went I like walked there, and I went like on a three hour long walk. <laughs> I I uh, I walked around. I actually kind of fucked up my knee because I was walking too much. Yeah, my knee still hurts from, from walking. That's how I know I'm old. It's just walking related injury. But uh, Dank was cool.
2: But I mean, that, that ties in with like the the state is really starting to crack down now on the unlicensed dispensaries across the state, right?
1: Oh, back to the news.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it is. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I, I think that makes sense for a couple, like obviously the state wants to do it because they want to make money, right? Like they want the tax revenue. But also, you know, you know, know, Ryan, you and I, like we sat in on some of those informative meetings and look about like, you know, potentially opening a dispensary. Yes. And, you know, there are some pretty heavy fees that you have to pay to apply to be able to be a legal dispensary. And like the state, yes, they want the tax income and yeah, they want those fees for people to apply. But if they're not helping drive the business to the licensed dispensaries, Nobody else is going to apply, okay. so they're not going to get that money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So they, they, you know, they they need to eliminate competition so that the licensed dispensaries actually do make money. Um, obviously, you know, they're not going to crack down on the reservations, and nope. you know, like, you know, uh, you know, I know, like, you know, Tuscarora or like Seneca in Niagara County, um, you know, there's not as many as there are in say like Irving, like the Irving Reservation is just absolutely insane. It's just there's just so many.
0: Yeah, you you, you you can put a blindfold on and you'll run into like twelve of them going yeah. down, a mile down the street.
2: Yeah. That's it, it's it's just so I don't
0: recommend you do that. There's a lot of
2: traffic. Right going yeah. down route twenty. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I wouldn't put a blindfold on, but <laughs> <laughs> it makes it a lot more interesting though. it does. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. High like a hawk. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I like. Mm-hmm. There's also I think there's a screaming eagle that's somewhere.
2: Sure. Yeah. There's one that's like Willy Wonka themed. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of ones that are like kind of like shacks on the side of the road too. Yeah. And I, I now I don't go to those, but I bet there are they are as the uh you know, as the kids say, fire. As as we have talked about on the show here, and you know we we know that the uh the weed renaissance is upon us, of course. And mm-hmm. there's going to be more licenses and there's going to be more Establishments popping up. I do wonder, so, um, like, even in Kenmore, Jim, you know, we were walking the other day, we saw, like, a store that you pointed out was a, you know, they they, they sell stuff, but they don't have a license. Yeah. So they had, like, blacked-out curtains, and they didn't have any storefront. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easier for, uh you know, the state of New York to kind of crack down and bust down here in Buffalo, where a lot of these places are separated out or whatever. I wonder how they do it in a place like New York City. Where there's so many.
2: Well, at I mean, every corner. Lucky for them, they have shithead Eric Adams as mayor, who can't wait to crack down on people.
1: That's true.
2: You know, like you know, if if, if De Blasio was still mayor, who just didn't give a shit, right? You know, I mean, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, like, didn't get to be mayor any longer. Well, it was, they had term limits, but like, mm-hmm. um, you know, he just didn't give a shit. But like right. Eric Adams, like he cannot wait to get the Billy Club out. Like old home days for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know what the the weed uh, dispensary situation is going to look like. I mean, it's a net. It's a net good. You know, the one I, uh, in Buffalo being right on Main Street. It's a pretty fucking bumping area over there. Yeah. Now I would have to imagine there's going to be one in Allentown mm-hmm. at
2: some point. One on Hurdle somewhere, <laughs> for sure. You know. um yeah, you know, I mean, probably, you know, and you know, maybe a lot of your head shops are getting geared up to right. sell this stuff yeah. in, in a legal pathway. Right. Yeah. Uh maybe on Wood, I would assume like one in like like somewhere on Bailey. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, um Yeah, I mean they'll they'll pop up, they'll, you know, you'll get one, one for like Riverside, Black Rock area. Mhm. Um you know, somewhere maybe along Amherst Street corridor.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely like a lot of the head shops that are mm-hmm. ready have been have been waiting for this
2: moment to come. Um, yeah, it's, so it's interesting. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong because you've been there now. Yes. So Dank seven one six. I saw in like a, a a news article or press release like that they accept like credit cards. They do, which is great because like most dispensaries yeah. only take cash because yes. like it's still illegal federally. So you you can't, like, accept funds and, like, transfer funds across, like, state lines. They had to have found a bank that would agree to hold an account for them. Yeah. I
0: remember reading that Bank on Buffalo would be, maybe, consider being flexible in that way. So maybe they found someone. Yeah. That's the only way they could do it.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I paid, I paid with card. Mm-hmm. And it was no, no issue. I, I hope I don't end up under arrest by the federal government right. <laughs> for that. But, yeah. you know. Is what it is, but no, yeah, you are able to pay with card, um, card, or cash, whatever, and uh, barter, bar the barter system.
2: I right. got, all, I've got all these handmade blankets that I would like to trade in for some weed, please.
1: Yeah, they had a security guard at the door, um, in, in, like inside when you walked in, and they had, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say barista or whatever, but they had somebody like,
2: you know, what are you looking for? I think, I think the term is bud tender.
1: Bud, bud tender.
2: T- bud t- t- t-
0: Yeah, that's one of the stipulations to get a license. You have to have solid security in place Mm -hmm. and you have to have some kind of a lease or some kind of way to have real estate on at least on hold. Mm -hmm. Okay. so security is number one, because, you know, especially when you're dealing with as much cash as that, Mm -hmm. you're going to be a target.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's going to even because. I'm sure at one point alcohol sales it was like oh you got to have solid security, and, and and now it's just you know you still need security I guess but it's just going to become normalized.
2: It, it'll it'll become more normalized as they're allowed to start accepting more electronic currency. Right, exactly because yeah, yeah. that's you know the 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 it's the, the, ca- the amount of cash they have is really the issue. Right. Um, you know that's I mean that's what I think that's why you see like over the last like 10, 15 years we've seen kind of like a decline in like the number of like gas stations convenience stores being robbed. Yep. Uh, Because, you know, like, you know, it used to be the vast majority cash. You know, and and now you're like now, like if I pay for something at like at uh, Speedway with cash, I feel like I jumped out of a time machine. Joe Biden's America. I mean, I paid I paid for cash the other day at Speedway and they didn't have like I I, I bought like four dollars of stuff and I paid with a 10 and they didn't have enough change in that register. They had to open another register because. They just didn't have enough cash in one oh, register. Yeah.
1: I, I saw something on, on X, formerly Twitter, mm-hmm. about Europeans just roasting Americans for like going to the bar and like like Americans were complaining, you know, everybody pays with card and so it's like closing your tab like bartenders have to wait for the machines to run and closing their tab. And apparently they have some sophisticated system in Europe where you can pay and do money transfers easily or something. I don't know Joe Biden's America Jim.
2: No, I mean well that's I mean that's a common thing like uh, even Canadians who come to like the United States complain about like like still how many times or like or if you're an American you go to Canada yeah. like you know, a lot of times like you still have to like insert your card if you have a chip or even swipe it like as opposed to as many like there it's touchless is coming more frequent in mm. the United States like it's it's actually pretty common now but they're you know, like even a couple of years ago I was in Canada and like the, the person that I was they were like, oh, my God, a receipt popped out. Like, what, what kind of crazy old technology are yeah. you using? So, um, and yeah, the United States is is way behind that for most countries. One thing I've noticed. At least also, re- also, by the way, it's pronounced European. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah. geez. Yeah.
1: I'll get it right next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys noticed, um, maybe it's just placed around here, but at one time, I know it was a touchless, like a tap system. I'm thinking there's a lot of gas stations that like had a tap system, and then I go there now, and the tap doesn't work. They'll still have the tap thing. But when you try it, it doesn't work, and it says to insert
2: your card. Yeah, I, th- I think I think those break, or at least the initial, like the first wave of the technology broke a lot easier. Because like I noticed the Seven Eleven near me finally replaced their uh, their little consoles there because the tap didn't work at all. I mean, now the tap works. You still have to enter your. pit. You can't choose credit. You still have to enter your pin for your debit card. Yeah. Which is annoying. But uh yeah, like I I noticed that, that some of the tap systems just don't work as like they used to. Damn. I assume that's planned obsolescence. Right. It, that they, they learn their lessons from Apple. Oh yeah.
1: Dude, we should we should pivot to like a Rogan style. We should like do this for four hours every day. Oh my god. People listen, you know, people listen to this. You want to be King Meathead? you could be king meathead <laughs> you you're you're more the meathead than
2: me But <laughs> so. well, we have to get gavin to be king vegan head oh, king- <laughs> yeah right yeah
1: but yeah i i'm amazed because like people will listen to that fucking shit for four hours every day right That that's his average like recording time right they'll just like record for hours oh yeah i think uh, you know between two and four hours right right talking about mm-hmm. like
2: nothing like like we just God, did yeah, yeah. I, I would rather eat class I mean, it's kind of fun. I, I like talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. I like talking to you. guys. I meant listening to Joe Rogan talk. Oh, oh, like, oh I like talking to you guys. Like I, that is, it, this this would be fun for me. If like it, you know. if his saving grace is he has
0: interesting guests,
2: you know. Yeah.
0: And uh, if he didn't have that, if we're, if we're just him spouting off, it'd be nothing because he, the way he, like, I don't know, he make makes noises. I don't. I don't know if he really talks, but the way he makes noises at people prompts them to talk further about interesting things a lot of times. You're
1: saying he's so stupid that right. other people feel like they have to say something intelligent. Well, maybe, more or less. <laughs> like he he brings them along. I I actually think Rogan's a good interviewer. Yeah, he's fine. I I like I I don't listen to his show, but I've listened to a couple interviews. Yeah. yeah. And I th- I think there is I think actually one of the keys to being a good interviewer. I'm not saying that I am uh, myself, but we interview a fair amount of people here. And I think one of the keys to being a good interviewer is like to almost have like a almost like put your ego aside and just like ask what might be considered a stupid question, because then you allow somebody to expand or like take it in direction. You know, like you have to have like you have to allow others to expand Mm. on a point or a thought. And sometimes it comes from a simplistic question. Should we try to get Jordan Peterson on our podcast? Yeah, I'd rather
2: have, I'd rather have Adrian Peterson, and I don't want him either. <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't. A- think Adrian so. Peterson's thoughts on childcare, yeah. right? Yeah, but uh-huh. please, please burn all these switches before he gets here. No Petersons on this podcast, yeah. please. No Peterson. Uh, I, but speaking of, like, interviewers, like, I always liked, So I thought Dave Letterman was a great interviewer, mm-hmm. but only if he cared. Yes. Like, you could tell, like, when he just did not give a shit about a guest, and, like, it was booked, like, against his wishes, right. and he just didn't give a fuck, and he was just, like, going through the motions. But when he actually was interested, he was a great interviewer. I mean, some of the interviews where he didn't care was actually more fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, he never had... Because yeah. he'd
0: roast people.
2: Yeah. They thought he they just sucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, right like, to their face. It was great. Right you know as opposed to like nobody
0: does that anymore
2: well I was, I was thinking like as opposed to like conan who would always try to be nice to people and luckily sometimes he would have like norm mcdonald there to roast a person <laughs> to their face box office poison <laughs> um, i bet board is spelled b-o-r-e-d
1: yeah uh well i think that's it for for this week's episode of uh the square roundtable edition
2: yeah yeah
1: you know, fucking do, do better, Buffalo. Have more news for yeah. us.
2: Yeah. So I have two things I wanna I wanna end on. Okay. One, congratulations to our friend Brian Nowak. Yay. Yeah. Woo. Uh, um, somehow he's found time between like working a very physical forty hour a week job and going door to door to hundreds, if not more, doors a week, uh, to also uh, procreate. So he's going to have another child. Congratulations to him and Holly. Yes. And uh, then also our condolences to our friend Jessica Overholt. Yes. Uh, you may remember Jess was on. She's from the Board of Elections. Her father unexpect- unexpectedly died this week, um, so just want to send our condolences out to to her and her family. Absolutely. And
1: uh, are we are we stitching together the himbo happy hour
2: with this episode? Nah, nah we'll, we'll just separate. This is enough.
1: This is enough, okay. Yeah, this, yeah. this is
2: all the slop you get, piggies. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the
1: yeah. This is the content hose, the spigot, and we
2: turned it on. You're you're lucky we didn't do a clip show. Yeah. We could have done a we we could have
1: done a clip show. We could have skipped the week, but mm-hmm. we decided we we're all here. Yeah, you know, I was hanging out
2: in the snake pit anyway, so I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, n- next week it's just like the best of Cletus from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and again, thank you all. This is a more relaxed episode this week, but the news will be back, and we'll be back for the news. So if, uh, yeah, you probably already follow us on uh, the Discord or join the Discord. If if not, join in. Um, it's a swell time. Again, the Nate Watch channel is the jewel of mm-hmm. private citizen Nate McMurray. Uh, still number one poster. Fantastic. So uh, the Discord's always bumping, and uh, yeah you want to support us on patreon of course you want to give us money
2: uh nate's going to be the i am legend of twitter (laughs) the last man just (laughs) oh my god well all right friends
1: till next time good talking to you